0: For more information on the Ex-Mormon Files internet video program, please visit ExMormonFiles.com. That's ExMormonFiles.com. And now, here's Earl.
1: Good evening and welcome to the Ex-Mormon Files here in the heart of Salt Lake City. I'm your host, Bishop Earl, and I'm glad you could join us this evening. I'm happy to welcome Jan Priesen. Priesen. Right. Appreciate you being here tonight. My pleasure. <laughs> Thanks. Um, and you have a very interesting and heartfelt story to tell, and I, I hope that uh, the Lord will direct what we say, that it'll uh, touch hearts out there. I'm sure you hope the same I thing. I hope the <laughs> same thing, yes. Tell us a little bit about your history. You were born in the Farmington area, is that right?
2: I was born in Salt Lake City, Utah. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. And um, when I was in the first grade, I, I went to first grade in Farmington, Utah, oh, okay. and um, Yeah, I was, uh, lived right there in Farmington. We went swimming at the Old Lagoon Swimming Pool during the summers. And um, I lived there until I was in the eighth grade, at which time my father bought a ranch up in the Grace, Idaho area, Thatcher, Idaho.
1: And you were active Mormons this whole time? Um,
2: Yes, my mother, um, my dad was a little bit of a Jack Mormon. Was he? He was was darling, I lost him 12 years ago, but, He was just a little rough around the edges, but just a darling man, kind. Mm -hmm. Everybody loved him. Mm -hmm. And um, my mother was very um, strong that we would go to primary, and she made sure we went to primary, and she made sure we we went to church. And um, my my dad was very supportive, took us all the time. He was a member. They were not married in the temple, but they were...
1: And I, was did that bother you at all, or come to your um, mind later? I'll, that
2: I'll, I'll not it no, it never oh. really bothered me oh. um, too okay. much that they weren't married in the temple. Yeah. Um, I would have lessons on it, and I'd think, oh, hmm. I'm not really sealed yet. But, you know, it didn't really bother me. I, you thought I maybe they'd get taken care of I in the millennium take, or something? I, thought they'd, I really thought they'd go through one day, and oh, they okay. did. Oh. Did. oh, they
1: did eventually go mm-hmm. through. The they chapter.
2: did eventually go oh. through.
1: Mm-hmm. I thought it was interesting too. You mentioned in Farmington in, in the primary that you went to uh, the the chapel that the yes or the church. That yes,
2: the church, the, the Old Rock Chapel, right there on uh, in Farmington, yeah. where there's a big mural of the very first primary.
1: And that's where the fir- first primary mm-hmm. was held. And I can remember
2: I? sitting on those pews as a little girl, looking up at the big mural and seeing Eliza R. Snow. It's a beautiful mural yeah. with um, the, the the old-fashioned dresses, and I'd yeah. daydream looking <laughs> at that mural.
1: So, were you active then as a young adult? I mean, as a, young, a youth. And I was you active to, uh, mm-hmm. to mutual and that kind yes. of stuff.
2: Mm-hmm. active all through. I was Laurel president. That well, by then we had moved to Idaho, okay. and um, I made great friends. Still good friends. My very best friend is. Um, her name's Erin, and yeah. she, we're still just best friends. She lives in Logan, oh, okay. and uh, but this was Grace Idaho. This was Grace Idaho, oh, okay. mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: and a little farming community, and
2: potatoes, mostly yeah. potatoes. Mm-hmm. And
1: were there a, a lot of LDS there? A
2: hundred percent, I would say. I mean, maybe not 100%, <laughs> a hundred percent, but there's a, the only church in town was the Stake Center, and that's wow. where our that was our um, our social life. Yeah. I mean, I loved state conference because we got to see all the kids from
1: all the areas, all <laughs> the areas,
2: and not just our ward. Yeah. So I loved state conference. I loved the golden green balls, because oh, yeah. it was social. It was yeah. we're hey, yeah. There's a party going on.
1: So, <laughs> you had an interesting little story about how uh, I I know this from my life is from Gunnison, Utah. I was born there, but uh, you you said that they were a little rough around the edges up there and in Grace, don't Just a too. little
2: rough. I mean, I remember seeing chewing tobacco in the drinking fountain at, at, at our little Thatcher Ward, and it wasn't a huge deal, Yeah, you know. I mean, I thought, somebody had a little problem here in <laughs> the drinking fountain, but uh, just a little. Yeah. You know, they were just the best people just in the good-hearted world. good-hearted people, the aren't they? The best people, and yes. hardworking. hardworking. know, they love the Lord, I guess. They love, love the, the Lord. Church, certainly. They love They love the church and yeah. they love, they love the Lord. Yeah. They do, yeah. and um, better people never existed. They yeah. just, they're just good,
1: good folk. Yeah. Did you take seminary? I did. Did they have seminary? You bet they did. Yeah.
2: We got release time. <laughs> we didn't have to go early morning. <laughs> I
1: didn't. Yeah. Do you feel like you had a testimony of Joseph Smith and the you know, Book of Mormon? I
2: did. I remember my seminary teacher telling us one day. Um, that he looked over the class and said, fifty percent of you will not marry in the temple and I looked around at all the kids and I thought, Well, that's not good that's not true. And I made it I thought I'm not gonna be that fifty percent. That's half. Yeah. And that, that was kind of frightening to me. That was a teacher said
1: that. Yeah. Didn't? So just I, going on statistics. On statistics. Yeah.
2: And and it kind of I thought, well, that's not going to be me, and I, had, I have still to this day can remember that. Wow. He told us that only half of us would get married in the temple. Wow. And so I just thought, well, I'm going to be the half that gets married okay. in the temple. So
1: So what happens after seminary and high school and so on? So
2: I came to Salt Lake to go to school, okay. and, um, and I was active. I moved in. I mean, I thought I was pretty LDS, but I was nothing compared to my roommates. Oh. They were ultra LDS, and um, from Salt
1: Lake. Were they? Well, no. One was from Br- um,
2: Tremonton, oh. and uh, one was from Salmon, Idaho. And I remember the gal from Salmon, Idaho. Her dad was a state president. And one um, one general conference, they invited uh, the roommates to come over and watch general conference. They had come down and got a hotel, okay. and um, I. They made us dress up. I had to get in a dress and sit in a stiff back chair, and watch conference at the at and the hotel. And I thought this is just no fun at all because in my Sunday best. In huh? my Sunday best, I thought we get to lay around at home on the couch, <laughs> and we don't have to sit up here like. <laughs> and an I was scared to death. I thought that Dad is going to get mad if I, you know, I can't talk. I can't, this is serious business. Wow. So, th- I, then I became acquainted with, you know, really pretty strict LDS. Oh, okay. And I yeah. thought, ooh, I'm not, I'm not living it up as much as I should.
1: That's interesting. I, there are people in the church that take it very seriously, don't they? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So what happens after that?
2: Let's see, after, well, I. Um,
1: you went to school? Then, I went to you?
2: school. Yeah, I met my husband um, actually at a, um, a young adult, a singles ward, river trip. Oh. And he was a boatman and um i we met on the river but we didn't get married till 3 or 4 years later and he pursued me <laughs> and um
1: he's a return missionary he was a return he? missionary yeah. he
2: went to mexico he's very fluent in spanish okay and he's a very dear sweet man
1: yeah
2: he's still lds okay and he um he's given me his permission i asked him i said i don't want to do anything that would be embarrassing to you or cause you um grief or embarrassment yeah. or or shame yeah. because I, you're my husband and I won't I won't you know I, I won't talk to bishop earl <laughs> if it's going to and he said no I believe in the 11th article of faith wow and you worship how where whatever you may go ahead wow. and so I I I give him a lot of credit for that yeah that, I do too that he is you know I honor him for that that he would let me that he would give me his permission. permission
1: to share your story.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: We do have a heart and a love for the LDS people, don't we?
2: We love that. I love my LDS. I live in South Jordan, Utah. Yeah, I'm. I love them. Yeah, I just. I love them. You know, they're my my dearest friends. We've raised our children together, and um,
1: yeah.
2: I have nothing but love for them.
1: Well, so you get married in the temple.
2: Got married in the temple,
1: and. Uh, from then you're active in the church, you're raising your family. Very active.
2: We had, uh, you very active. Mm-hmm.
1: Your primary president, I, I was the primary president. Other callings, I'm my sure. My husband
2: <laughs> was young men's president, and he was always taking them boating to um, Flaming Gorge or to Lake Powell. He loved his priests. He, mm. um, my husband gave a lot. He would, you know, buy the treats and, yeah. and just always wanted to give more than what was expected. You know, he was yeah. he, he was a, a diligent, he still is. Yeah, dedicated. He's a diligent, dedicated member of the church.
1: Oh. So you had a couple of experiences that kind of uh, led you to think a little differently about things. Tell us I one, I know one about about Easter one time. Oh,
2: yes. <laughs> one time, um, it was in Grace, Idaho, with Thatcher, actually. Um, I had gone home from school to, because it was Easter vacation Mm. and we went to Easter and with my mother I remember driving over there anyway um, we went to Easter and we were coming home and my mother said I don't know what you'd have to do around here to get a decent Easter message but that certainly was not about Easter today and then she proceeded to tell us what Easter about Resurrection Sunday and she said Easter is about the Lord dying for us and and he, he paid the price for our sin, and he rose again on the third day, and that was totally missed today. But, you know, it's a lay clergy. The LDS, yeah, you know, the they're, not, they're, not, they're not getting paid. They're no. not getting, you know, and yeah. so you can't expect that you're going to get, you know, a total Easter Sunday message all the time but it really bothered her yeah and she was like because I remember what he talked about and he was talking about not letting your kids sharpen their teeth on the wooden bench pews oh. and she's like and that is just not Easter worthy about not letting your kids sharpen their teeth on the pews
1: not quite the message and so Easter.
2: I that that was in my mind yeah even though if she sees this program she'll be like Oh, my. I probably didn't say that, but she did. <laughs>
1: <laughs> she did. That's what you remember, for sure. That's what
2: I remember. Uh-huh.
1: Did you notice at all f- after that, or did you look at, think about the messages that we do here at church in the LDS church?
2: Yeah, and, you know, a lot of, yeah, I did think about... Um, they, they,
1: not a lot of Jesus and Christ. Y- you know, I mean, it's but, there, at, and but at
2: the time, it was. I mean, and, and we sing the songs... He has risen at Easter, and, yeah. and so, yeah. And the sacrament. And the sacrament, and so on, yeah. yeah. yeah.
1: So you go through the temple. I go through again, the temple. With your, wife, uh, with your husband. Right, so, uh, 22
2: us, years old.
1: Tell us of that experience. It was in
2: the Logan, Utah Temple, yeah. and uh, we got married on the coldest day of the year, in <laughs> December. And uh, I just remember being, um, going through for my endowments. We went through a week ahead of time. Yeah. And I was sitting there, and, um, I just had a fear come over me like, oh my goodness, oh my goodness, why didn't somebody tell me we belong to a cult? And then I just seriously, I had to talk to myself. I was like, I'm a little claustrophobic. And so I've had to talk to myself in certain rides and stuff where I can't get out of So I just talked to myself and said, you can do this, Jeff. You can do this, yeah. And so I looked across the aisle. I was on the end, and I looked across. The men were on the other aisle, and I was looking at their hands. I noticed they were rugged hands. They were hardworking hands. And they were, I thought, these are good people here. These are good folk. And if it's good enough for them, it's good enough for me. And so I just talked myself through it, and I thought, those people aren't going to be involved in anything like a cult, those men are hard-working those look like hay hauling hands to me and i was just like they're not going to be involved so jan you're just going to have to talk yourself through this fear but then um later on you know when i learned the scripture for god has not given us a spirit of fear but one of power and love and of a sound mind fear does not come from god so that fear was not coming from god and, um, was, you know, Satan it's, is,
1: yeah.
2: is the great deceiver. He's the father of all lies.
1: And he's in the temple.
2: And he's in the temple. What is he doing in the temple?
1: He's putting They's, fear in our hearts, He's isn't he?
2: Exactly. Yeah. If you don't live up to this, 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 and this, then, oh, woe be you'll to be, you.
1: You'll be in my control. Who
2: was, who's going to believe him? He doesn't have the truth in him. Any. He couldn't tell the truth if he wanted to. Because the truth is not the Bible says the truth is not in him. That's so true.
1: So, so that started making you think a little bit, I guess. And, and
2: not till later, but yeah, you yeah. reflect. Well, I back thought it, I that. told my husband. I said,
1: What did he say?
2: What was that? <laughs> and he he said, Jan, don't worry about it. He'd but
1: been through before. Be, on he's like, yeah. he
2: just said, I know it's a little weird, but you don't need, don't think about it. It's just a little weird, and we don't understand everything. And oh. I was like. A little weird you think but then you know everybody else acts like you. it's totally normal and you don't yeah. want to be the weirdo saying this is not normal you don't want to be like because you, then you don't even
1: want to think that it isn't true right that it isn't from god right i mean your heart is so full full and you want to
2: right do and do i'm go- right. i'm waiting for the celestial room to see if i can see some maybe a dead ancestor is going to come or i don't <laughs> know you know i'm just I'm just there for the. T- yeah. I don't know what to expect.
1: Yeah. Well, we've heard some interesting stories about the temple, but it's uh, it's definitely a little different. And uh, when you look back on it, then you start really kind of putting it in pers- into perspective. Even mm-hmm. though it bo- bothers you initially, initially, you don't really yeah. uh, think much more about it. So you're raising your children, and mm-hmm. things are going along well, I guess. You know,
2: things. Uh, we had premature twins, and I. They almost died I had one daughter that that was just they told me she would not make it and I spent just hours on my knees just hours begging the Lord just you know Lord I will do whatever just you know I don't want to lose my daughter Mm. I just don't want to lose her and um, and the Lord was merciful to me and he you know she's beautiful. She's 26 years old there. And she's d- doing well. Beautiful. Uh-huh. We're just you know healthy. We don't just, it's a miracle. Yeah. And so yeah I was just you know I I praise God every day for, for her and and how he's blessed, blessed. He blessed our lives while we were LDS, while I was LDS. He was you know God is a good God.
1: Well, I've, I've had to deal with that with blessings that I've given and other things where I've seen the hand of God, and it certainly sounds like in your case you did too. But don't you believe that God loves us as individuals, he, no matter where we're at? He loves us. Yeah, mm-hmm. and He wants us. A- and so he, he loves us as individuals, and we, mm-hmm. love him, we love Him, whether we're in the church or out of the church. Mm-hmm. Well, what happens to kind of make you start looking at the church a little differently? even more than a couple of the other experiences?
2: Okay, um, there was the temple experience, and there was the Easter experience. And then, um, you know, I just was, I was very involved. I was in the stake um, special needs program, and I loved that program. I loved it. I Mm -hmm. loved serving with those special needs kids. Yeah. And, um, but I had memorized a scripture from the Bible, and I thought, I, I have a pretty good memory. I can remember birthdays. Yeah. Like, yeah. It, I probably know, I don't know, four, m- 400 birthdays. Oh I goodness. just. Re- and I thought, I couldn't put this mind to better use than trivia. I need to start um, memorizing some scripture. And I memorized Jude 24 and 25. And it says, for Him who is able to keep you from falling and to present you faultless before the presence of His glory with exceeding joy. To the only wise God, our Savior, be all glory and majesty, dominion and power, both now and ever, amen. And that got in my heart, and I would find myself um, thinking thinking about it. And I thought, he, I thought, Jesus is able to present us to the Father faultless. And not only is he going to present us faultless, it says with exceeding joy, and I think he's going to say to his father, "Here's Janet," and he's going to be exe- not just joyful, exceedingly joyful. Wow! And that got in my it got in my heart, and I was just so overcome by that love that he would present me faultless to the Father. Did
1: you understand grace and works at this no, point? No, at
2: this point I didn't understand that. But the Word is powerful yeah. and sharper than and a, a two-edged sword. sword. Yeah. And so it was in my heart. And not only that, my husband had a cousin who called us out of the blue about 10, maybe 12 years ago. And she was born again Christian. And um, she would always um, you know, talk to me about God. And she'd pray with me and um and we became close through through phone contact but i was trying to convert her so i remember pu- uh packing up a marvelous work in wonder and yeah. i'm not sure what i all packed her up and i sent it her to, way
1: to get her to believe right
2: i was yeah. like i wanted her to have what i had yeah. so i sent her off a marvelous work in wonder and yeah. i never heard back from looking her
1: back that. though do you see god's hand in Touching your heart in yes. different ways through the years. Through the years, yeah. because
2: I found myself going through trials, and I found myself calling her, because I, I could tell she had, she, a, had a she had a relationship with God, and I'd call her. Her name's Hildy, and I'd call her, and I'd say, Hildy, I've got a problem. Uh, what should I do? And she'd say, Well, Jan, let's pray about it. Wow. And she would just immediately go into prayer, and so I found myself going to you know going to her for Yeah. Now Hildy, you know, I know you have a connection with God, so you need to pray about this for me or let's pray about this. Wow. And so um, one day I just had this overwhelming desire to know more about Christ or I and I called her up and I said, Hilde, I think I might belong to a cult." And I thought she was going to say, no, you don't, Jan. You don't belong to a cult. I thought she was going to say, you're just fine where you are. But she said, oh, I've been praying for over 10 years for for you.
1: For you to see that.
2: Yeah, she says, what I want you to do is I want you to go to a Christian church and go three times. And I don't care if you don't like it, I don't care. Give it three times.
1: So you dressed up so and you I, went to a Christian well, church.
2: I, and, and this is where I was wrong because I lied to my husband. I, to, I had lots of meetings with, yeah. the, with the South Jordan stake. And I said, I have a meeting this morning. I just didn't specify where what, the
1: meeting was. <laughs> exactly. So you went to so a Christian church? So I went to a Christian church. church How different was that?
2: you know it was it was different yeah i walked in and i'm dressed up and um i sat next to a guy who was wearing his flip-flops and a long ponytail and i thought well okay um this This is is this (laughs) is it but i loved the worship i i noticed where all the worship was and it was all All to jesus it was all to jesus and they they raised their hands and it was you know i just sat there i wept through the whole isn't it i just wept and i was about three or four rows back and i just was overcome with the love that and the praise and the praise and the worship
1: yeah we had never experienced that how how did we
2: no and at this point i still wasn't i went home went to sacrament meeting and
1: oh you didn't
2: tell anybody that i'd been to church already but um
1: and you did that for three I weeks? I did that for
2: three weeks. And somewhere in that somewhere in that three weeks, somewhere along that I don't have a date when I was born again, I can't tell you.
1: But somewhere you became somewhere a new But somewhere creature. I
2: became a new creature and I yeah. and there's nothing like it.
1: And your husband's still supportive and
2: And then I had to come clean did you? to my husband. Oh. and I just said, um you know, I, I'm ca I can't go back to Mormon church with you.
1: Once your and eyes are opened and and you see that you it's just
2: and he was devastated. Yeah. Devastated. I mean that's putting it mildly. And the temple I, marriage and everything. The temple marriage and he he said what is the last 20 something 29 years, I don't know how long it was, 28 years. Yeah. Is I feel like it's just for nothing. And not, I said, I'm. I am so sorry, but I have. I have a responsibility to get right with God the best way I can, and I. Hmm. I'm not doing this to hurt you. I just. Uh, the Bible says I have to love God first. I have to put Him first, and it's been rough.
1: Have you? It's have, been rough
2: on him. Have
1: you lost?
2: Broke his heart.
1: Family members. I mean, other the kids and. How do um, they feel?
2: You know, the kids are pretty open, and mm. they they are pretty they're pretty sweet about the whole thing.
1: Well, Jan, you've got just a couple of minutes left, believe it or not. What do you? I can't believe it. I know. What I, do you? What's your relationship with Jesus and the Bible now?
2: I just feel, you know, if I could just say one thing, is worship, We were created to worship, and. Um, if I feel gypped out of anything, I feel gypped out of being able to worship and raise my hands and give Him all the glory, all the honor, all the praise for what He did. He did it all. All to Him I owe.
1: And we just don't do that in, in the LDS you know, Church, do we? No,
2: We just don't.
1: And, and what do you...
2: We just don't. If,
1: if everybody knew what we know it's, now... It's
2: blessed you, assurance. Yeah. Jesus is mine. Yeah. Oh, what a foretaste of glory <laughs> divine. error of salvation, purchase of God. You know, washed in his blood. Yeah. He did it all. There's nothing we can do.
1: Yeah, we can't add anything to the free gift. No. Yeah. He did
2: it all. All to him we owe.
1: And the cross. And, and the cross. And the shed it's blood. Beautiful. It's beautiful. It it's glorious. And
2: you think about him all day long, and yeah. I'll never get over the fact of being saved. I hope I never get over it.
1: No, I don't think you will. And it's been just a couple of years for you, a couple of years for us, and and the joy is just
2: the joy uh, is, is almost unspeakable. Sometimes I would have to pinch myself and think, a holy, righteous God would would woo me to Him, yeah, and save me.
1: Do you wish you'd have been able to share differently with husband at, at any point? Would have made a difference, maybe. You
2: know, I. I don't know, yeah. and God's timing is perfect. And I know, and so we I trust. don't. We have I to don't trust worry that. about my husband. Yeah. I I think he's born again and doesn't know it yet. But yeah I don't know. Maybe he. I don't. I don't worry about him. I yeah. give it to God.
1: Well, that's wonderful. I Well, I appreciate so much your story and your.
2: I appreciate you having me. Yeah, I think
1: this will touch hearts. I I think there are a lot of people that relate to to you. And maybe when they think back of what they've experienced in the temple or other Easter programs that, well, where's Jesus in all this? Maybe they'll start thinking that maybe there is something different if we turn our lives to Christ and read the Bible. Read the Bible, Bible.
2: trust his word. He's not going to, he says, I will not lie. He cannot lie.
1: Thanks, Jan, very much. Appreciate you watching. And remember, you're following the gospel of Joseph Smith and not the gospel of Jesus Christ. Good night.
0: This has been the audio edition of the Ex-Mormon Files. The Ex-Mormon Files is a production of Main Street Church of Brigham City. For information about this program, including past and current video episodes, please visit ExMormonFiles.com.